This is the crux of it, and like a spin-off of York Hospital Ball, which is a spin-off of York Hospital Radio, with Jim Calverley, Ben Robinson, Mark Debnam, a.k.a. Debo, um, a.k.a. Controversial Opinions, and Dan Tate. Really interesting season. We'll do Debo's love for goal music. But yeah, I'm just I feel a good idea to kind of summarise the season so far, just the facts. So, like, obviously last time we were here, the Ugras had just taken over, so we finished 19th last season. Scary, scary financial situation. Um, Matt and Julian Ugra took over. Um, we made a whole host of signings. I saw a tweet from Vanarama the other day, and it was a tweet from partway through the pre-season when the optimism and the excitement was really high. The tweet said, York City are getting it done. Stockdale, Maine, Castro, Seziba, Joshua, Ando, Lati, Fairweather, Barnes. We signed all these players. None of those um, are first team. We thought, okay, well, there's going to be like there's going to be a development squad. We then made like a second wave of signings that were um, more kind of. Um, experience because those signings have the experience, so more kind of experienced and proven. Corner, how the two centre backs, Woodyard, Depot, Akinyemi, and of course, I should bring back the, the original signing, Stockdale. Um, and we thought, great, we've got five proven signings and then a bit of a lottery. Um, yeah, predict we did our predictions. Um, we went rather high. Um, I'll come back to you on that in a minute, Dan. Um, but we went rather high with our predictions. Non-York supporters were rather mixed. People said, don't know, we don't know how York's going to do. Ruddy Dorking manager Mark White stuck us in the relegation zone. Um, loads of optimism before the season. Defeat at Wilston, lost to Kiddy, drew at Altingham, defeat Aldershot, drew at Dorking, lost to Rochdale, six awful games. Morton was sacked. Um, the people who said pre-season that Morton should not be in charge for this season, I don't think anyone can argue that they were right. They were right. Ardley comes in, um, big task we are still sitting 20th, although we've managed to win three games just about with 11 injuries. I think that probably sums it up. Um, and we, yeah, we sit 20th, conceded over two goals a game, the giant most goals conceded. It's been tricky for sure. One person in our preview predicted second place. Um, coming in, Dante, the season so far. Jesus, Paul, that was the most depressing intro I think I've ever heard to a podcast in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always predict high. So anyone who's ever listened to Hospital Radio over the years, when we do the preview show, I always predict us in the top three. Um, <clears throat> it's just that natural sort of supporter optimism, isn't it? Like, same as whenever we commentate, we can have a terrible game that we've commentated on and we think that the world's over. And then by the following Saturday at two minutes to three, we both think we're going to get three points. So that's just... That's just standard, I, I, and I'll be like that next season as well. So, yeah, the season's been, I'm not going to say a disaster, because there's, there's still a lot of points to play for, isn't there? We've signed a lot of players. It's it's not quite gelled yet. It's not quite worked yet. Like you say, we've got a new manager in. We've had a lot of injuries as well. It's just not really got going, has it, really? I was thinking earlier about what, what is my highlight of the season so far, and I think Dan Batty's free kick that went out into the car park at Dagenham is probably the best thing that's happened to the club this season, to be honest. Um, I really feel for Matt Oogler because, obviously, I, I had the privilege of interviewing him in the summer, and um, and that was why my prediction was so high as well. Not just that, I stuck like 20 quid on us to win the league. So, and credit to him, you know, he, he, he he's backed everything he said he was going to do. You know, we've signed... He's put his money where his mouth is, signed likes the depot and Tyler Corner at the back. And you can't fault him from an ownership point of view. I think everything's going well off the pitch. I think I do think, you know, everything I'm hearing from what the players are doing and what the club's doing sounds really, really positive. It's just getting it right on the pitch now, isn't it? And so far, 
We've only won three league, three games all season, which hasn't been good enough. But there's still a lot of points to play for. I think people writing the season off now saying, oh, we've got to look to next season. We're not even in November yet. I don't like that, really. I think there's still a lot of this season to go. You can't start looking ahead to next season, otherwise you get, get caught out. So disappointing, but I am still still think Adley's the right man to take us forward. And hopefully we seen, see some signs of, you know, improvement soon. Jim Cowley, supporters trust and also very optimistic fan pre-season, like all of us, to be fair. Um, what's your take so far? Um, I mean, Dan's put it far more eloquently than me. I think it's been cack on it, let's be honest. It's been absolutely rubbish. Um, it's not been an enjoyable watch, I think. We probably should have been, we should, well, we should have been a little bit more realistic. I think looking back, the, the Morton games were probably a, a relatively predictable set of results, um, given we hadn't seen much from him. And, um, but we, but like Dan says, I think we were all still a bit on a high of, when we recorded that, we were certainly on a high of takeover and on a high of signing players, which is just something we'd not done for a, for a couple of years, really. So, yeah, it's not been great. Um, it's it's certainly not been what any of us wanted, but there are points to play for. I mean, it wasn't that long ago people were beginning to say, "Oh, we're not that far off playoffs." You were we were bang between playoffs and uh, and relegation. It's just the last few weeks, unfortunately, all of the results of our results have been rubbish. So, yeah, it's not been positive, but it's a long way to go. It's only November. Ben, your take so far? Um, yeah, similar to Jim, really. You know, I think we all knew which way it was going with Morton. I think we were. Um, I think it was good that Ugla pulled the trigger early, but not too early. I think he did it probably at the right time. Um, you know, you don't want to have a new owner that seems quite trigger happy, and you know, he kept him on. I think just about the right amount of time, um, and then Ardley is the safe appointment. In my eyes, I think he is someone who will turn us around, get us solidly into a mid-table positioning of 12th by the end of the season. Um, and I think he's someone who can then build on for next season. Um, as Jim said, um, it seems it's going, you know, a couple of results that goes our way, we're back up there a little bit. We're in that stage of the season where you don't have to go on a long run to kind of get back within reaching distance of the playoffs. Uh, but for me, I'd just like to see us at this right stage. I'd like to see the injury injured players come back and actually sort of have a decent squad to pick from again. So we're almost getting to the point now where if they continue to be injured, then it's like Cedric Main might be coming back into the squad in January. Um, but at this point, I'd just like to see them come back or start to pull away from the relegation zone a little bit and just make sure that what happens is we finish the season on a positive note rather than last season where it felt a bit negative that, you know, all the ownership issues and it seemed like we were potentially just survive relegation, weren't sure what sort of squad we might have going to the season after. Um, I feel like this is sort of very 2010-2011 York City where Foyle got sacked, then Mills took over and we sort of pushed towards playoffs, just missed out. Um, and by the time we got to the summer, we knew what we needed. He built on the team brought in some good players and then we went up. I feel like that's what we need to do this season, just finish on a positive. Even if we don't quite get the playoffs, get to a stage where we've got 80% of the squad ready for the season after, top it up in the summer and then really push for a promotion challenge or at least to the very mo- at least the playoffs. Yeah, um, it, I was thinking of that as well, like that Gary Mills 2011 and, and I think... At least we're getting everything in place. Um, it always it it amazed me like that we didn't have like last season we didn't seem to have the analysts and the you know the sports scientists and a lot of the people that they had in place at other clubs. These things take time, Debo. These things take time. Uh, what's your take so far? Um, yeah, it. You know, of course, it's going to take time to to get the um, the foundations of the football club right, if you like. Or I don't like to use cliches, but yeah, in terms of 
making this into a professional football club that's in line with the modern day. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know what that completely entails. I don't. Um, you know, my perspective has always been, for me, the one thing I want to see the club doing is, is uh, from a, from a commercial and a revenue perspective, I, I want to know what we're doing to generate, you know, our own income. You know, it's it's all well and good having the Oglers in charge, and I'm glad they are in charge. But when next season, uh, sorry, I say next season, when it comes to us getting back into the football league, which you know, um, I'm sure we will, we're then we're then going to be up against financial fair play, and we can't Ugla can't just dip into his pocket every week and buy a new player here and a new player there. We're going to have to be we're going to have to make him money, and 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 the club's going to have to be making money. So you know things like that are really, really important, and 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 they're you know they're they're the reasons why. At the, at the moment, it doesn't really matter. We can do what we want. Ugly can spend what he wants. It's great. It's great in one sense, but then again, you know you you look at you look at the money we're throwing at players. You know, a friend of mine made a point today about um, you know the goalkeeper we've just signed, and um, you have to question you know how, how what are we paying him a week to come from Bradford Park Avenue. Where he's been playing part time, he's probably had a full time job, probably earning fairly good money doing both. And I think, you know, what he said is a great point. Like, you know, how what are we paying him, and what are we going to be able to pay next season? This is the thing as well. Never mind what what we're paying now, and you know, when it comes to getting promoted, like what what are we going to do then? And these are things that we're going to have to think about. You know, as for analytics, things like I, I don't know. I mean, stats are very important these days, and you know, all sports are there. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, I've let them sort that. But overall, so far this season, obviously very, very disappointing, given the optimism we had, given what we've spent, the players we've signed, some of the performances from those big players, Cordner and Howe, incredibly inconsistent, which has been very disappointing. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's not living up to what we expected. I mean, I'm not somebody... I always wait until I've, you know, I, I have no idea where we are in the table. I could hazard a guess, but I, I never look at tables to um, until end of October. And you know, I will obviously the last game this month is on Saturday, and I will have a look after that, um, see where we are, see where you know, like Ben was talking about in terms of it's not just about positions; it's obviously about points. You know, where are you in relation to teams points wise? Um, but yeah, so far it's it's been disappointing. Players, with the exception of Dipper, haven't really been delivering, not been delivering what we've expected. Um, so, um, yeah, disappointing. But, you know, um, it's a bit of a measuring stick, I think, end of October. It really sort of tells you where you're, where you're at, where you're at as a team. And it's, for me, you know, it gives you an idea of what you need to do moving forward. I don't, you know, you, there's plenty of clubs and the most recent one I can remember is Altrincham, where they were 18th at Christmas and ended up going up by the playoffs. All right, that's the National League North, but it's not it's not the end of the world. Um, obviously, you want a positive start, but what the key from here is to make sure that, from the manager's perspective, is that perspective. Sorry, is that um, he's got a plan of what he's going to do player-wise what he needs from his players, how he improves the players, how they play as a team, um, and put that into action. Um so yeah, that's 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 my thought yeah. so far. And you've highlighted you've highlighted the players though. Obviously, you know, it's, it's always that thing, is that new owners come in, new manager, and now very much the concentration like is on individuals. And you said like deep depot is you highlighted him as kind of the only one and in terms of the rest of the signings be honest what's your take I mean just just in, I mean inconsistent I mean it, it's hard for me because I can only, only really talk about what I see at home games because most away games I go to I'm either still in bar or by the time I do get out I'm too flushed anyway to fucking remember what's what's been going on so uh, I can only really talk about home games um, and you know there's certain players um, 
have infuriated me a bit. Like I say, I've already mentioned two of them, and they have been inconsistent. They've showed good spells. How, for example, you know, we know what How's capable of. I've seen it, and when there's not many players I remember, but I remember him, so I know what he's capable of. He just hasn't done it on a consistent basis. Um, the likes of Batty has infuriated me at times because what annoys me about Batty is even when he, when he's in, when he gets the ball when he's in possession. He doesn't, he doesn't turn around. He, he doesn't seem to have any spatial awareness of who, what's around him, who's near him, and, and where he can run into with a ball. Dyson's the same. And I'm not going to go too much on about Dyson because I, I, just, I can't be bothered. I spoke about Dyson before. Um, he certainly got better. But anyway, you know, he's another one. Like, no spatial awareness. And when when you're talking about your midfielders and your centre midfielders, these are the players that should have spatial awareness. They've got to have spatial awareness. Um you know, it's no good just getting the ball and passing it back and not looking forward. That, that for me, has been very, very infuriating. And, and, and the other thing, and I know it's not really answering your question because it's it, you've asked me specifically about players, but, uh, well, maybe it is. For me, we've not, we don't have enough attacking width consistently as well. And I mean that in the terms of players that are meant to be playing out wide, seeming to get dragged in coming into the middle, or just not having that attacking width in the sense of, Fallowfield not being forward enough, and that might be to do with formation, but there's no one making the overlapping run. Fallowfield's got space, uh, he's got pace, and he can do that. And we've got, like at this level, getting the ball down out wide and getting it whipped in, that's a major part of how you create goals. Like these these players aren't good enough to pass it through the middle all the time, like the top teams in the Premier League. It's a big thing. And I don't, we don't, we don't seem to have it enough. And I, and I, I really notice it on the right because. I sit, I sit in the West End where my season ticket is. Um, so that's the thing. I mean, it's more, I just, from, maybe from a formation perspective, but yeah, player wise, it's just, you know, it's been inconsistent. You know, you've got Barnes coming in. There was a lot of talk about Barnes. Now he's on loan. Yeah, things like that. I mean, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it's disappointing because, you know, there's been. Yeah, and it's natural, isn't it, as well, when you, you know, you're not doing so. It's natural people turn to, to like who's performing well, who isn't. Um, yeah, so, um, and it's going back to the again, the, the big name signings that we made before the season. Well, I say big name, experienced Stockdale, Corner, Howe, Woodyard, Akinyemi gave us hope. Um, Jim, what's your um take on the um signings? we made, how they've been performing and just the players in general so far? Um, I, I mean, I don't see them as, as really signings anymore in that it, it kind of, they, kind of, they, they, they kind of became irrelevant as soon as we swapped manager in terms of their new signings. I think the only player that doesn't have something, because what I mean by that is you get a new manager in and in theory, every player needs to prove to the new manager that, he, that he's worth it. And certainly with Ardley coming in, that he's there. That those players are good enough for a, a promotion push when the time comes. To me, the only player in our squad that doesn't need to prove uh, what he's worth in that is Dipper. Um, the only reason I don't put Stockdale in that is because he's heavily injured, and at, at the minute it, we seem to have signed a million goalkeepers. So, presuming he's fit and will play again, then um, he would obviously be in that as well. He's He'll be as good a keeper as we can get at this level. But the only player that I would, if I was in the position, I'd be thinking, yeah, absolutely, kind of will be here for the promotion push, what is probably next season, um, or potentially next season, will be Dipper. So that, that leaves you thinking, well, maybe you are, I am a bit disappointed with them. But again, I think there's so much to, there's so many factors in how we play. You know, I think Deborah mentioned Batty there. I'd like to say we've not seen the best of Dan Batty. I think it's fair to say so far, but is that all his fault? Is that what he's got playing around him? You know, we we still haven't... You know, Dyson's been played a lot this season, I think, a lot more than I would have expected him to. Um, Debo, again, I'm, I feel like I'm copying Debo's answers, but the, the, the width thing, it's all very well saying you can't, you know, that Batty's got to turn around, but if he, if he turns around and everybody's stood on top of him, he hasn't got an outlet ball out to the wing. I was I went to Needham Market 
And it was infuriating the amount of times that our wingers, we had two wingers on the pitch most of the game, and they were both stood on top of each other in the in the middle third. And it was like, well, how are we ever going to move Needham Market around? How are we ever going to move them around and create space if they both come inside? And how the heck is Batty or any of them, to be fair, gonna gonna spray a ball around and move Needham Market around? The the one the one time that we really pushed a team like that and broke through lines was when um, Cordner came running through the back and ended up providing the width himself. So yeah, I think there's a lot to be done. I, I, if I'm in, I mean, pretty much I feel like every week he comes out and talks to Dave Ward and talks about that he wants to bring people in and he's still trying to get his messages across. Um, I, I I don't see any of the signings as I say other than Dippo, where I'm like, yeah, absolutely, definitely there. Which is a shame because I think we pinned a lot of hopes on them. You know, we we all talked about we felt like we had the best defense in the league. You know, Cordner, Howe, Fallerfield. Um, I can't remember who we put on the left, but um, oh, Crooks. I think we probably put on the left. The, it, that should, in theory, be a really good back four. Um, but that hasn't clicked. So yeah, it's been a bit disappointing. But it kind of they kind of get a reset for me as we see how they perform under Adley because that's what's going to count. Yeah, both Ardley and assistant Neil Cox have said there's only so much they can do and then it's down, you know, so much of it is down to the players on the day. Massive squad, Ben, massive squad, so many signings and yet still so many gaps seem to be cropping up. Um, Yeah, Uh, I mean, you, you look at our squad, and you kind of go man for man, and we were discussing this at the weekend, uh, man for man, it's better than last team's squad, really. You know, all the players that have come in, if you were to have them or the players we had last season that are no longer with us, you'd probably still go the players we've got currently now. I think what's not helping is a lot of injuries, which means we're having to shift around players, especially recently, out of position. You know, hardly had an all right start, really, when you think about it. He had a couple of draws, a couple of wins, Um and it's only really recently that we've had quite a few signings out and Dippo is no longer able to lead the line that players are having to be shifted all over. You know, Tyler Corner ended up playing defensive midfielder on uh, Tuesday night for the last sort of 20 minutes. So whether that was a enforced move or a tactical masterclass, who knows? But um, you, you, you're just looking at it and you're kind of like... For, for me, I think we need to see this squad... It's tough. To, are we still waiting to see the peak of this squad? Are we still waiting to see what they can prove, or have we, you know, seen enough of them now that we definitely, as a team, understand what they're about? And I think, you know, it was always, we always knew Woodyard was going to come in and be injured regularly. Uh, you know, he had a bit of a an injury at Wimbledon, didn't he? Which, you know, I think we all kind of hoped that it wouldn't come around quite a bit again, but it turns out that he seems to be out quite often or not able to make the full 90 minutes, which never helps. Batty has dipped in and out recently. You know, we're just not settled as a ta- side. You know, we're not, players aren't gelling. They're not having time to gel. They don't know where they should be or how to play or who's going to make that run. And I think until we get a settled squad, it, it doesn't matter how many players we have. Um, but you're right, we're definitely still missing a left back. And I'm shocked that we're uh, spending money left, right and centre. Um, yeah. We haven't actually managed to find a decent starting left back, and uh, we also, I think, feel we're missing like an attacking midfielder, someone who's going to add that little bit of creativity and link up with Dippo, maybe, and what have you. Yeah, it surprises me because when I predicted before the season, I think I went for seventh, but part of it was I thought, okay, they've got the cash, they'll or the, they've got the connections, they'll bring people in as the season goes on. It's actually been really. Difficult, hasn't it? To like, we've brought in Marsh, Batty, Stott, Smith, Watson, Kennedy, and Keeper, but, but, but to bring in the the quality has been, it is, you know, like the amount of time we've been hunting for a left back, um, whilst other teams in the league have been signing pretty good left backs. Um, that just surprised me. I just thought that that would be one thing would be, um, pushing on. Um, yeah, so Dan, do you blame the players? Is it is it um, the players that need to pick up? 
I mean, they're the ones out on the pitch, aren't they? I mean, I think there's a few things that have disappointed me about the signings and, and some of them, I sound harsh in saying like someone like Castro had really big, big hopes for him, especially after that goal, obviously he got the free kick he got last season, but not just that, his performance against us for Notts County was, was terrific. And I thought, God, if we can get him like he was playing that day, he could be one of the best players in the league. Now I know he's a young lad. I know he's, he's had injury problems as well, but I thought, his cameo at Chesterfield the other night kind of summed up his season so far. He does one bit towards the end where he did a lovely bit of skill to beat beat the defender on the left-hand side. And then he whipped him the most awful cross that just evaded absolutely everyone and went out of touch for a throw. And I thought that just kind of sums him up that he kind of did the hard work beating the defender. But then the the bit that you think is sort of, you know, meat and drink, crossing a ball into the box would be fairly straightforward for him, but he, but he didn't do it. Kennedy the same. I think he's, he looks like a will be at one minute and then the next minute he, he looks like he doesn't have an end product. Harriet has been a real disappointment for me. And again, I'm not criticising him because he's not played, but in pre-season, he, he looked really, really good. He's played at a really high high level. We've just not seen him. He's just not been out on the pitch. And then for me, the, the fact we just can't keep a clean sheet really frustrates me week in, week out, because we've, we've not got young lads playing in defence. We've got really experienced players, you know, and Tyler Cordner is definitely getting better. He's definitely getting fitter. He's definitely getting stronger. I thought he had a fair point when he came out on social media. People criticising his personal appearance is just not on really on social media. And, and I think he, he's critical of his own performance himself, but I definitely think he's been getting better. I, I still don't think he's, he's, he's not the £150,000 centre-half we thought we were getting, but but I definitely think there is a player there and we will see the best of him going forward. But yeah, to not keep clean sheets when you've got Howard Cordner and Fallowfield in that back back four every week is, is disappointing, really. That, that's that's kind of what I've got to say about the signings, really. There's, there's noticeably no leaders yet, is there, I think, for me, in that. I know we've talked about this before in previous seasons and, and I think we, the, the one I remember is when... Um, when Newton left, we noticed a big difference in our defence talking to one another. The organise defence is all about organisation for me. It's all about organisation, being drilled, knowing what your job is, knowing where you're meant to be. And at times, they're not connected enough to be in the right place. And that takes someone to to stand there and, and organise. And we've seen it for ages. It doesn't matter what level of football, we've seen it. Loads of times that someone with an organizer, when you when you're defending, when you haven't got the ball, that someone that tells players to go where they need to go makes a difference. And I don't see that yet, and that must be really hard for Ardley to get his message across and keep his message consistent when you are under pressure, because I cannot imagine with Ardley, with the experience that Ardley's got, that they are not working on defensive shape, defensive positioning, all of that stuff during the week. But sometimes, and it happens a lot at this level, you are going to need it in the 40th minute when you get in, when you've had five minutes of pressure and you know how times come in and all that sort of stuff. You need someone on the pitch to be saying, "You go, I'll stay. Get in your line. Make sure you play in the offside trap. Whatever it is." And I, you don't, I don't see that. You don't. You, know, you certainly don't hear it. I mean, you don't hear people bellowing at each other like like when 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 I've seen teams playing well. There's plenty of captains out there, though, isn't there? You know, you've got Paddy, what, yeah. you've got Fallowfield, Howe's been captain of Solihull. I think Cordner's been captain of Aldershot. Yeah. Lennon John Lewis has been captain loads of times. So it's not like, like but, I said, there's no young kids playing there, really. No, no. But, but, that, but that's what fine seems it odd. I mean, part, I'm sure part of the preview show was was talking about, oh, it's going to be here if we've got all these captains. And But I don't know, to be honest, I don't know who is captain. I don't even know who captain is. John Lewis, but I thought I thought the person to be really taking charge would have been like Woodyard, really, you know. But like you say, Woodyard, Cordner, Howe, all leaders, all kind of leaders mm. before they came in, and also all we thought we had it fixed at the back. And ironically, that's where our biggest problems are. I amused myself just before we started and making a team of injured players. Stockdale in goal, um, Ando, Crooks, Ducky, Lattie Fairweather, Barrow, got two left-backs. 
ironically, um, Batty, Kuya, Harriet, Stott, and Akinyemi. What's all that? What's all that about? Why? And and it feels like every game that there's always like one or two new people or oh, they've picked up a knock. What's it about? Bring in Dan. I mean, I don't know. It could be bad luck. <laughs> it's, I mean, someone like you mentioned, Michael Duckworth. Fair. It's been the same as last season. He played the first game of the season, I think, and then was injured for months after it. I, d- I don't know, you know, I don't know whether he's he's just bad luck or he's in his 30s now where he just, he, he, his body's just struggling. I don't know. But he's a good player, Michael Duckworth, when he plays. And he, he's a leader as well. He's He's got a lot of games under his belt. Um, they had that illness, didn't they, that was running through the the squads. Um, hardly said that they weren't particularly fit. So maybe when they're doing double sessions and they, they, they can't cope with it. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I just... Whether it's bad, someone like Callum Harriet, I think has been injured quite a lot at his previous clubs as well. He's coming off a two-year spell out of football. Maybe it's difficult for him to pick that back up. Lennel John Lewis has always been in and out, I think, throughout his time with us. Yeah, but then you have people like Mitch Hancock, who I think has been relatively fit all the time in his York City career, yet he, for whatever reason, cannot get on the pitch. Yeah, despite... um the majority of fans saying what's what is um what is it about Hancock's as to why he's not seeming to get a fair chance. Um Neil Hartley um obviously has his work cut out. I think we could agree on that. I think Hardley himself certainly references that when he is interviewed. Right now we're sitting twentieth. Ben, you're Neil Hardley, what are your priorities right now? Win football matches. Um, I think the priority uh, transfer-wise, definitely bringing the left back because that's a position we've been in without really since the start of the season. Yes, Latty Fairweather is kind of there, but I think we all know he's just not quite good enough just yet. Um, Otherwise, I think his priority on the pitch has got to be you know, enforcing the way he wants to play, getting all the players to play in the style he wants. Um, because reality is, you know, Debo was kind of right at the start, but money, you know, although it seems to have grown on trees recently, it, that tree's, you know, it'll have to stop at some point. Can't just keep spending and spending and spending. So we've got to start thinking, right, what can we do with the players we have? Um, so I think those are at least priorities, definitely, really, is... Uh, making sure that he enforces the style of football he wants to play to enable us to win football matches and hopefully bring in a left-back. Yeah, he's had a a difficult start for sure. Um, I'm going to go to you, I think, Debo. Neil Ardley is priorities right now. Uh, right, well, bearing in mind, I just had to nip off there to get charged from my laptop, so I have no idea what Ben was talking about. Um, priorities. Um, Going to have to edit out this pause, I think, at some point. For me, at the moment, like, I, I think I just come to what, what I was talking about before and from what I've seen and observed, and that is that defensively, we've got to be more solid. Um. What that entails from Cardner and how, in terms of link-up players, communication, is it is it sticking with a four at the back or with a three at the back? Um, I don't know what the answers are, but that's what one thing Adley for me has got to sort out. Um, I think someone mentioned before that we feel that on paper we've got a fairly solid defence. Um, and your defence has got to be good. Uh, Jim picked up some points before about what what um, what a good defence is all about, and I will. I'm not going to repeat that. I, I agree with what he was saying. One thing I will say: what a good defence is about is a, def- a, set of, a set of defenders that love defending, that aren't scared to defend and want to defend. And when you go back to that defensive lineup we had in 2014, they loved it, and you could tell they loved it, and they kept it simple. And if that ball needed putting out a play and we needed to regroup, we did. We did it as a line, as a defence, as a solid line. And that just that just came across. And 
that's for me. Uh, like, I've just got to get that message across. They, they've got to want to love defending because it's it's a big job, and, and and there's no getting away from it. Um, and you've and you've got to be you. For me, at this level as well, you better safe than sorry. Like, just if you've got to get it out, get it out. Regroup, mark your men, defend as a unit, and defend solidly and, and get the ball out. Um, and then, like I say, attacking wise, in terms of, yeah, I, I want to see more width. I want to see players. You know, I was I was pleased to hear what Jim was saying before. I mean, I didn't go to the cup replay, but like sometimes I I do I wonder when I'm watching if I'm saying I wonder if it's just me, but yeah, I'm looking at it, I think where's our attacking width? Where's the regular width? Yeah, I'm not saying players that you know don't get down the lines at times to do, but I it's I want to see it more often. I want to see it consistently. Um, so for me that you know that's that that's a big part of 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 what he's got to sort out in terms of how how we're going to attack, you know, what strategies, you know, what what are we doing to try and make goals? You know, what what are the players thinking? What what's the game plan? Um and I'm I'm really confident. I um Ben was saying before, I think Ben said about being a safe choice. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think he's a safe choice. I think he's a very good choice. This is a man with a lot of experience down at these lower levels. Good experience. Experience being in competing for promotion and and that for me is key as well because that's important in getting the players mentalities right um you know he's done well with Solihull all right he didn't get him promoted but he got him to the final and it's Solihull Moors like I mean that's that's fucking, it's a good achievement all right it was at Notts County and you'd expect them to be up at the top end but again it's just more experience of being up at the top end and playing with you know he'll got good experience with Notts County as well in terms of getting good players in and thinking about what he wants to do and what good players are capable of doing at this level. So, you know, I've got I've I've got every faith in him. But I just um yeah, I mean fucking hell, we we've signed enough players, haven't we? So we could talk about players. We've got some you know I I don't I won't make it out before that like Dippo's the only player who's 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 only done well. Players have done well in you know, in spells. Um you know, I was saying before about not being able to talk about away games. I mean, you know, we've won more we've won more away games than than we've won home games. I actually I actually didn't realise when Dan was saying before about we've only won three games. I I, I, I didn't realise we'd only won three games. That's that's frightening. Um, and two of those games I, I weren't present at. So, you know, if we've won them, we've obviously done well. But um, yeah, it's it, it's about getting it right tactically. And game plan wise, like, you know, what what do they want to do? What are they gonna, you know, what are they doing when they're out there? What's the message? Um, and yeah, I, I I think I think we've got a we've got a really good uh, man in charge to do that. Jim, what needs to change? What needs to happen for us to climb up that table? Oh God, that's a million dollar question, isn't it? Um, I I think look, I, I I'm with Debo Adley's. I think Andy's a fantastic choice. I love what he says. I love how he, he handles himself. Um, I, I have the utmost confidence that he is he is working to that bar of promotion challenge. That's what everybody needs to be working to, which is great. Um, he, I think he, going back to the question about um, about adding players and what should he be working on, to me, I know you should never say never, but we, I think we've got enough quality in the squad to be fine this season and the quality to the squad to, to move up the table. So he has to concentrate on making that work. Um, and if he is going to add to it, it's got to be quality. It's got to be an imp- It's got to be a significant improvement. It's got to be the right player. We're not about mass players. We've got a squad. You've got to add to it properly and carefully now. And, you know, I know we've just bought a goalkeeper today. Or we've got a goalkeeper today. Great. But he has to be the right one now to go in there and sit in that position confidently, presumably until Stockdale's back. Um, we keep talking about, everybody keeps talking about a left back. I, I tend to agree. But I, I'm much happier playing Lattie Fairweather, getting the way we want to play down to a tee and, you know, waiting four weeks if that's how long it takes to get the right left back in. I don't want him rushing out and getting a left back because we we need a left back. We've got enough quality in the squad that if they work properly, 
they play the right way, they play how hard they want them to play, we'll pick up enough results to be comfortable and build in the right direction. So it has to be the right players. I think that's the most important thing I'd say. And and the advantage with that is I, I feel far more confident in Adley being a part of those discussions um, than perhaps I did before. Cheers, Jim. Dan, what's your take? And do you think that um, how much of it is improving the players we've got and the psychological side and the performances of players we've got and how much of it is going out there and trying to sign players into those gaps? I'm just conscious of the size of the squad, really. It's all right trying to sign more and more players, but it's just... I mean, we, we, we laugh about it when we, we commentate, don't we, for <laughs> before the games. And we we were saying that we were running out, literally running out of space on the programme on the back. If we'd signed one more player, we wouldn't be able to fit them on. I don't know. I mean, what I do know is November, I think, is is going to be a really significant month. And I think we play, is it three, three teams that are really are quite near the bottom? Um, so that's going to be pretty telling, isn't it? Because if we don't pick up points in those games... That that is going to start making it a real concern, but I echo what what Devo and and Jim have said about Ardley. Really, I think he's he's a good choice of manager. I mean, I I really wanted us to get Mike Williamson because I just think every time we've played Gateshead in the past, we've been absolutely annihilated, and the football they play is is really really good. And I'm 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 pleased that he's no longer at our level and now managing MK Dons. I think that's a good thing for us selfishly. But I think Ardley was you know. I wasn't. I was. I was pleased with that as an appointment. I think he's. He knows what he's doing at this level, and I, I think when you hear him talk as well, you, you kind of understand what he's trying to do. And I always like that in a manager. When we had um, Webb in charge last season, and he was coming out with all these different kind of terms that were just off the coaching manual, I was just cringing, and I was just shouting at the radio when I was listening to him. Whereas hardly, I do. I do listen, and I do. I do like what he says most of the time even when we've got beat I do think well at least he's seen the same game as me and he looks like he's putting things in place so I, I think he knows what he wants and I think we've just got to trust him and back him some people were saying the other day about starting to question him which I think is just ridiculous really and I also saw some people were saying we need to get rid of all these players and then someone listed who they'd keep and it was pretty much the same fucking 11 that had just lost final at Chesterfield so I thought well <laughs> which way is it so I think we've just got to give him time and just I'm sure Matt Oogler will back him and, and you know, let, let's. I'm sure by the time we do our next crux of it, in what I think we're saying every six weeks or so, won't we? You'd hope the situation would be a little bit rosier and we're a little bit more looking up rather than down. Yeah, I don't, I don't so. think we should be too We should be too negative. I feel like we've had a really depressing first 20 minutes of this. <laughs> yeah. There are some really good green shoots. I mean, Dippo's arguably the best player we've seen in a Yorkshire, for me, for years. He's been... Unbelievable. Yeah. He's yeah. so, so good. Um, and he can't do it alone. He hasn't done it alone. We have had some good games in the in in the, the past few uh, months since we did the first one. The, the, there's some green there are some green shoots. It's it is difficult to see them, but there, there are some good, really good green shoots, and, and certainly Dippo's a, a really big one. D- D- Dippo, the thing with him is as well, is that I think he's fed off scraps most of the season. I don't think he's really yeah. had a supply line. I don't think he's had, yeah. like you're talking about the whip fair that Debo was saying about before. It's harder like we've had wingers getting to the byline and cutting it back. And, you know, but every time he goes through one on one, I just expect him to score. And I've not had that feeling since Paul Barnes in the early 90s, really. Yeah. You know, I, I, was, I wasn't, you know, I'm not old enough to have, have, have seen Keith Warwin around like that. But for me, he's the closest thing since Paul Barnes that I've, I've seen us have. And yeah, I still think he could have loads more goals if he'd have had any sort of real service. I think that's, that's a good thing about him going forward. If Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a couple of tweets and a couple of those players coming back to, to provide things like that wit for just a bit more confidence on the ball. And he could very comfortably still be top scorer in this league this season. That's how many that, I mean, that's how he's still right up there with the top scorer. And that's, we haven't had that for ages. That's great fun, um, and he's you know he, he's just wonderfully exciting to watch. But I, I, yeah, I just I don't I don't want everybody to feel like this is just all negatives. There are some positives. Maz Maz has had a good start. I know he's been injured, but he had a good start before then. And I think there's there's there are green shoots, and that and and that's why I'd, yeah, 
I don't want people to think we're just being negative because I, I do think we are going in the right direction, even if it's a little bit hard to see, especially when you look at the table. I think, there was I think also it, that game against uh, Southend, wasn't there, as well, where bear in mind some of Southend's results this season, battering Alden mm. uh, on the opening day, and then they've just battered Solihull, who at the time when we played them were unbeaten. They beat them 5-0 at the weekend, and yet Southend, when we played them, yes, obviously they've had their issues, but we, we battered them in that second half. Yeah. Like we, we looked really good. And you know what? On Tuesday night against Chesterfield, top of the league, um, we looked solid for that first 45 minutes. And then we just decided to down tools as soon as that first goal went in, I think. And I agree with Ian Dunn on the radio afterwards when he just said, um, we're lacking belief, but from belief become, um, but belief, we need the quality to go with it. Um, so I think we're just lacking a couple of areas, but I feel like we're not far off, like massively. Um, especially when you compare it to back, if we talk about like February and March time, where we were, I feel like it's a lot more positive this season. And I do people start to talk about relegation battles, and yeah, the table doesn't lie with you know only one place above the relegation zone, but I feel more confident that we will pull away from that than I would have done back in March time. Uh, earlier this year where I felt like we could easily just slip in there and stay in there permanently. I feel like I feel like we're in our low point now and I'm really hoping that a few players coming back um, by December will hopefully start to pick away a bit but that's just me being positive there a little bit. I, I wouldn't be surprised I, as well, you know, if, if we go back in for, for Dallas, you know, like I know he he was the first choice target, I think, in the summer and and obviously we got Dippo, which which was a massive bonus. But he went to Barnsley, didn't he? He scored on the opening day. And I think they've loaned him out to Kilmarnock. And I've not been seeing him scoring there. You know, he played for Ardley at Solihull. You know, imagine if we could get him and and, and put him up front with Dippo. You know, that, that would be a real partnership going forward. I, I just I, I just wouldn't be surprised if that happens look further down the line. I think that I think that the weird thing about us has been worried about what's happened is is what none of us are really kind of saying other than I think probably I think generally we agreed on left back but nobody's saying like oh we're absolutely desperate for a midfielder it feels like the quality's there it's just bringing it out it's just getting it out and and, and we've got Ardley Ardley's been in since what the beginning of September it's not really that long we've had quite a lot of, of Saturday Tuesday and that as well how much time have, have they really had to to work on that and, and get to know those players well enough to be able to make them, you know, understand them and get it across. And, and I think, I don't know, yeah, I just, I, don't, I, I just didn't want things to come across negatively because I do feel like there's a lot of green shoots, you know. Me and Debo said about Batty, it, I don't think there's a doubt there's a good, bat, good player in Batty and certainly one that can that can do a job, a really good job for us at this level. It's just not quite seeing it and it's how do we get that out of him, um, which is a, an odd place to be in given the last, uh, kind of five years where it had that it doesn't necessarily feel like that quality's been there. Yeah, being biggest positive for me by a million miles is the Uglers. I mean, back end of last season, I remember learning about the the short term financial problems of the club and thinking, genuinely thinking, we might not have a we might not have a club. Um, and. Not only that, the budget. What what would the budget have been pre season? Yeah, virtually nothing, I imagine. So, and the fact, I think as well, there was always when they took over. You know, we knew that they had the finances, but we weren't sure well, what kind of people they're going to be. And obviously, they're fantastic. They're just one of us. So, I'm always a little bit cautious of that argument, though. Just spending, and I, I know Devo touched on it earlier. I really can't stress enough. I think I think we've got we've got a reasonable squad now. If we're going to spend, it has to be right, and that's how the attitude has to be now. You know, you've got to do it right now. It's got it. We've we've got to make sure that we don't just run away with the idea that we're just going to pay for it all because that it doesn't work. That doesn't work in football. We've seen it not work in football too many times. That to actually just get promoted half the time. You've got to spend right, even if you're spending a lot of money. You've still got to spend it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the club obviously doing a lot of things right from like a media point of view and engagement with the fans. 
and even Debo even suggesting um, the possibility of goal music the other day. Something that that you I like? No, I don't like it, Paul. No fucking goal music. I can't emphasise that enough. And I hope everyone listening and anyone that was involved in this Twitter the campaign Twitter um, questionnaire that came on all answered no goal music because uh, goal music is the it's worse than that. You, you just oh god! I mean, any clubs that have goal music are just Mickey Mouse football clubs, really. Oh god, yeah. So anyone listening, any- please, please be reinforcing that. However, I will. What I will say is a part of that quest- questionnaire is um, I'd really love to. I'd really love for uh, Chasing Rainbows to be either the last song that the players come out that before the players come out or to be sung as the players are coming out and for all the whole ground to be up, stood up, scarves up in the air singing um, I've been watching City all my life. Uh, I think there's a great opportunity for us to sort of adopt a, a club anthem there by to kick off. Um, and that's, well, that's, that's my take on it anyway. So, um, and yeah, you were talking about sort of Uglers and stuff like that before and where we're at and James Points. Um, just another thing. I mean, yeah, I I, I know, I, I get your point, Jim, about, you know, we don't want to be coming across as negative and stuff like that. But end of day, like, York City supporters are tuning into this. York City supporters are daft. Anyone that listens to this follows this follows this club. And given that we've we've spent more this summer than we've ever spent... And we're sat, I believe, what did someone say, 20th in the league? Like, there's, there's not a whole lot to be bloody positive about, is there? So, um, I won't, you know, I won't worry too much about what people are thinking in terms of, oh, it's a bit, we've been a bit negative. End of day, we're just telling us how it, how it is. And, you know, if we do one two months down the line and things have picked up, then I'm sure there'll, uh, there'll be a lot more fun things and, and good things to, to talk about. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's all I've got to say on that. No goal music. Yes, that's, uh, I think that's probably eclipsed your Ollie Dyson rant. I hope we haven't been overly negative. I hope we've been realistic. I'm going to bring it to an end. I think um, as we're coming up to the hour, um, much as 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 we're going to speak about the million goalkeepers, but I'm sure we'll see how that pans out as we go into the next weeks and hopefully we'll be back with another Crocs Fit in six weeks. Thanks, Rob. Take care.